0: Let me entertain you. No,
1: seven, five, four, three, 5, go Look look Lookout, Look the clock is
0: started. <inaudible> Roger, zero, G, <G-9>. and <inaudible> <The contest, inaudible> I feel fine. The podcast is being so And welcome to another episode of Let Me Entertain You, where I take you inside the minds of musical theatre. A new production of the 25th annual Putnam County Spelling Bee is currently playing at the Hayes Theatre, and I was thrilled to speak to actress Katrina Ritalik, who stars as Rona Lisa Peretti. Without further ado, my guest, Katrina Ritalik. <laughs> Here we are at the Hayes Theatre for the opening of the 25th annual Putnam County Spelling Bee and I have with me Katrina Ritalik How are you? Very well How are you? I'm really good to see you yeah, um, yeah. We just had a brief conversation because I followed your work and I want to say that one of my favourite characters of yours was a long time ago and I've seen your work obviously since but yeah. it was um, Dirty Rotten Scoundrels there at the the, uh, yeah, the Theatre Royal. Royal
1: Yeah. Oh, I'm so glad you loved her I loved her too. What yes. was her Name. She was a joy, Jolene. Yeah. Yeah. So she were, um, she was a Southern girl, and I gave her a, um, a little bit of Kristen Chenoweth. Um, she was a little bit of a, you know, a shot-drinking party girl, um, but I had so much fun in that role, and it was basically just a cameo. So came on, sang one song, did two scenes with Tony Sheldon, Matt Hetherington, and then did a crossword for the rest
0: of the show. <laughs> that number is still in. Like that. Oklahoma. That. Sh- yeah. That whole yeah, yeah. number is still in ingrained in my mind the vocal notes that you hit and the amount of energy in that stage and i have to make a big point about it because dirty rotten scoundrels only was for one tight season at that's the right. theater royal so that's how i remember it yeah yeah and i
1: trained hard for that i was skipping actually with my trainer and singing those top notes uh because it was quite physical there was a bit of a dance routine with a gun that <laughs> fell apart on one show uh, <laughs> So, yeah, thank you very much for um, your comments on that. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. I loved that show. It was very dear to me.
0: Yeah, you were great. I've always remembered you. And, of course, recently I have saw you in Come From Away, which just finished this huge three-year tour. Yeah, yes. Well, I was part of the original Australian company and so blessed to be involved
1: in that from the outset because I think it's one of my favourite shows. It had just so much. It it feels like it's set in a league of its own, really. Um, So I feel like that was a real blessing to be a part of that company and to have the original direction from Christopher Ashley and the resident director, Danny Goldstein, and we had um, a lot of the actual people come from Newfoundland, and um, the woman that I played, Diane, she and her husband, Nick, who, you know, that is that true story. They came to Australia for our opening night in Melbourne, so
0: it was really beautiful. It was a beautiful time. Yeah, I loved it. And of course we just, uh, the anniversary, the 22nd anniversary of 9-11 just sort of hit. It must feel a little bit weird to not be commemorating it like you would with the whole what's happened every year with Come From Away, I should say.
1: Yeah, I, I look, at, it was a such a huge project emotionally. Mm. Um, and I love what it's become in terms of Pay It Forward and, yes. and Kevin Turf's, um, all of his actions around kindness and I feel like it's had this beautiful ripple throughout the globe and very much due to this show. Um, So, yeah, I was really happy to be a part of all of that. Now, you know, I just do a little quiet nod to myself as the anniversary passes and, uh, you know, it will never be forgotten, of course, and it will always be a a huge part of our history, our collective history. But um, if we can... Be kind and pay it forward, then something good has has come.
0: I know I get sad every year when the anniversary turns up because I remember exactly where I was seeing it live at 11 o'clock yeah, at night. So do I. Yeah.
1: I mean, yeah. I, oh yeah. I just thought this was World War Three. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was very. It was a heavy show to do actually, and. Um, It's one that you really had to de-roll at the end of the night. You kind of had to leave it in a chair on the stage um, because it could get a bit heavy. I mean, I was fortunate because I had a love story. So there was definitely a happy ending for my character, which does actually make a difference psychologically as you walk away from the theatre each night. Um, So I feel pretty lucky for that. Um, But it was an honour. It
0: was a privilege and an honour to carry that story. Yeah. Mm. I do love exactly what you did with Diane and that heart that you showed in that character (laughs) there's a a bus going through because we're on the balcony of the haze um And, you know, it's that generous heart and that nature that I think you've brought into this role here at the 25th Annual Putnam County Spelling Bee. Thank you. And you you play Rona. I do. Rona Lisa Peretti. I am, again, very fortunate to be a part
1: of this beautiful show. And our our director, Dash Crook, has done a beautiful reimagining of it. So in the original, she's a real estate agent. And she's quite snappy, um, kind of a a quick tongue um, woman. And and Dash wanted to reimagine it and recast me in a way as a teacher. Um, And the connections between my role and the kids become all that much stronger. Um, So I think that's really brought forward that the story of the heart and and it has become the heart of the piece as well which is a really lovely way to present this show I think because all of the kids are so quirky and gorgeous and and that awkward years, you know, 10, 11, 12, 13 they're so awkward, everyone's finding their, their way and their identity and um and they just happen to be super intelligent kids who love to spell and you know might get bullied for that or whatever it is but to show I think an educator in this format is is something that we can relate to because especially after homeschooling my own kids I have such a deep appreciation for teachers (laughs) my mum's a teacher my sister's a teacher so it's definitely been a big part of my life but um yeah, she is a. It, it plays out really well, I think, in this show. So I think he's done a great job with the direction and, and
0: taking us in, in, that, in that way. And so, yeah, it, it works, I think. I interviewed him, uh, Dash, the director, and he was also saying that your character is the step-off piece. And I said to you the other night, I said, your costuming in particular, it's just a little bit of a a theatrical device, but being that you're just one block of colour between, say, other bold colours or primary colours or the plaids or the stripes. Yes. And I love that because it just... You just emanate. Oh, I
1: emanate. That's nice. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this beautiful hot pink, which is everywhere right now. Thanks, Barbie. Yeah. So that was quite easy to find. But, yeah, I think that represents just that glow of love that she has for the kids and for the competition. She's a diehard fan of spelling bees, and she's a former winner, winner, champion herself. So I, uh, I think it's a it 's a beautiful it 's a beautiful thing when when you can see what could be a trivial concern put on stage and I, I think because the stakes are so low really yeah. we can all Breathe a sigh of relief and just enjoy it. Mm. You know, it's not life and death. It's just a spelling bee. Mm. But I think when everyone invests so much in it, that's a gorgeous thing. Just from the outset, that's a really gorgeous thing
0: because we really care. We really want it to work. Do you? Do you think? Like, did you do much backstory to Rona? Because obviously, it's changed. She's not the. She's she's a teacher in this position or in this production. Yes, but. It's interesting that you mentioned that because when you said it's not a big thing, I notice, I'm not going to give too much away, but I noticed the trophy is a little bit different compared to, say, other productions. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, it is. (laughs) Um, But also, too, like, it is a really big thing for these kids. But do you think also, too, because she's gone through it? and she has a different perspective, obviously, being where she is.
1: Well, yeah, and I think because these kids are quirky and they were probably, they're probably pretty strange, you know, in the schoolyard, this is something that they excel at. Mm. So I think that's what you do when you're raising your own kids. You find that thing, that niche thing that they love and that they're good at and you encourage them. So that's,
0: that's all we're doing here. Okay. There are these really special moments on stage where they're non-verbal cues where you are giving so much attention to these kids that are losing it on stage. Mm. You know, they've got... And we find out, obviously, through the show. Again, I'm not trying to give too much away. But it is unfolding. They're unfolding. It's quite a big pressure cooker for these kids. What did you think about when coming to this role in that perspective? Well, um... Look, I had seen Marina Pryor do it
1: um, back in 2006, and I just thought, she's stunning, and she is a classical soprano. Um, So I was mostly concerned about the vocals, to be honest, because I I don't generally sit up in the A-flat, B-flat territory. I'm more of a mezzo-soprano, so that's really stretched me vocally. It's not an easy show for me, by any means. Um, So I was really more concerned about the music Um, and the character I just had to take a bit of time with because my costume and the certain elements of her didn't come together until the very last second Um, and then it it just coalesced I think at the right time but it was it was kind of right at the very last second that it all came together so um, you know I, I, I think our choreography is notable and definitely enhances that connection because our choreographer, V. Lamb, is so talented. He has given us a beautiful physical vocabulary to work with mm. and um, he's used a lot of American Sign Language in the, in the play. Um, and so that is the way... That's those nonverbal cues, I think, that you're picking up on that Rona can impart and connect with. So I think that, that, that's it. But, look, backstory, not so much just trying to get it all happening at once it's a busy show Mm. Um, and we've also got the audience participation Mm. and that changes every single show (laughs) and so there are a lot of jokes that we have to throw in that are appropriate to each person that we have I had a great time writing a lot of those jokes so it's like a lot of original material um, and there is a freedom in there to improvise and to play with new jokes from night to night. So, you know, there's a lot going on. It might look simple, but it's not.
0: It's really not.
1: No, it's really not. Yeah.
0: I can't believe you're worried about your voice. Are you kidding me? Oh, well,
1: that's the singer's thing. We always worry about our voice, don't we? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, it's just par for the course, I think, when you're doing something challenging and you just want to bring your very best self every single show. So, yeah, I mean, I'm in the shower at 7 a.m warming up. Hmm. It's its something that it's just a continual thing. I'll be sirening it pretty much all day which <laughs> is just this little thing that we do. Neurotic singers, that's what we do. But um, I... I I'm feeling much more comfortable now, and I can just enjoy it. Mm. And, and the music is really fun. It's, I think they're great songs. Um, so, and she gets lots of moments. They're called Rona moments. Rona one, two, three, where she comes out and she just kind of everything freezes on stage, and she shares a little bit about what she loves about the spelling bee. So, look, I appreciate this role so much. I, I'm really grateful for it, and I just want to do it justice. You know? Yeah. Do you think she's been doing it for years? Oh yeah. Well, this is her ninth consecutive year as the host. So, yes, she, um, She's, this is something she looks forward to every year.
0: <laughs> it's the highlight of her calendar. And What I really love about this show is that it's also an incredible ensemble piece.
1: Yes, it is absolutely. And it showcases these 20-somethings, these amazing performers. As They're playing the children, but they're all young adults, of course. And each and every one of them is so talented. And I have this great position where I can sit back and just watch their party piece, basically. I love it. Every show, they bring it it's so detailed it's so well performed um so yeah it's been a real privilege to perform with these kids they're not kids but they're they're young performers and um
0: so that's it it is i love an ensemble piece that's my favorite type of theater Well, I've had an absolute pleasure watching this show. It's a whole lot of fun. And, of course, I'm really glad that I got to speak to you. We'd just like to extend an invitation to the people of Sydney to come and spell with us at the (laughs) Bee. Katrina Vitalik, it was an absolute pleasure to talk to you. Congratulations again on the 25th Annual Putnam County Spelling Bee here at the Hayes Theatre. Now, I know this show goes to the 4th of October and I can't wait to see what you do next. Yeah, we'll see. Thanks so much for the chat. This has been Let Me Entertain You, Inside the Minds of Musical Theatre. Thanks for listening. Please like, subscribe, and tell your friends. But most importantly, go and see a show. Tranquility Base here. The angle has landed. (laughs) Nice to be in orbit.